is up people nick back with another episode of my scary stories to tell um yeah so today's subject is going to be about the story of the doppelganger so we'll get into my story of my encounter with a doppelganger as well as some background and some of the lore of the doppelganger uh, so yeah, we'll get on to that. So yeah, it's good to be back guys and uh, yeah, we'll talk about what you know Some of the next episodes might bring and we'll get into you know all that kind of stuff. So Yeah, so today should be a good one um, so yeah um, We are ready to go <laughs> Have you ever been told that you reminded someone of a person they once met? or that you looked identical to someone else who wasn't biologically related to you. Most of the time, we laugh it off as, oh, must be my evil long-lost twin, and you move on. But what if this reported double was an entity everyone can occasionally see, except for you? In German, Doppelganger translates to double-goer, or double-walker, and is defined as a ghostly counterpart of a living person. In traditional folklore, Doppelgangers are considered most often to be ghostly apparitions or entities, not real people. Some mythology suggests that doppelgangers don't cast shadows, and their reflections cannot be seen in the mirror or in water. Doppelgangers have been witnessed on numerous occasions both by the twinning or seen individually by others. Generally, these accounts are sightings that come and go in an instance or two, which many believe to be a bad omen or premonition of impending tragedy or death. A notable doppelganger account is that of Abraham Lincoln, who reportedly saw a double image of the himself goat. in the mirror that were two separate and distinct images, except one of the reflections looked pale and less lively. He told his wife about the incident, who interpreted it as a foretelling of Lincoln's death. She believed that the doppelganger's pale appearance besides his healthy double image meant that Lincoln would make it through his first presidential term, but would die during his second term. Eerily, the First Lady's predictions came to pass. Unlike the it's usual creepy, brief appearances, the doppelganger of Emily Saget was almost always with her. It said that she was a. I don't care about that part of the story, but um, yeah. So you know, it can kind of seem be seen as like a ghostly entity. Also, you know, people talk about it as like just you know people that you see in life that you know just look exactly like each other. So yeah, check this out. The doppelganger. It said that somewhere in the world right now, there's someone that looks exactly like you. This is called the doppelganger. It's believed that these doppelgangers can be very dangerous, as they may portray the worst parts about you. Sort of like an evil twin. One of the best examples for a doppelganger is this video right here, where it shows a man standing nearby him who looks exactly like him. Now, this could all be faked and it could just be a twin, but who really knows? Now this picture here, which is shown at the start of the video, is another great example. These two men knew nothing about each other before they got on this plane. And there's even evidence by family members backing up that they knew nothing about each other. Just supporting the case even more. And urging on the mystery of the doppelganger. So. Yeah, so it can also kind of just look exactly like you, someone in, the, in person, you know. Um, but yeah, the, my encounter, I believe, is more of like an entity um and yeah you know doppelgangers kind of rest in like you know a lot of folklore so yeah it's from this video about like percy shelley seeing um she was a doppelganger well, let's check it out real quick 
Okay, so let's talk about what I believe to be the creepiest historical doppelganger encounter. Now, behind me is Percy Shelley, you know, the husband of the author of Frankenstein. And apparently he had quite a few encounters with his doppelganger, each a little bit creepier than the next. Not only that, but he had a friend witness his doppelganger once. He said that his doppelganger would show up almost always when he was seriously ill. Once the Shelleys had a friend staying with them, and she claimed that she saw Percy walk past her window twice. When she looked for him, it was like he just vanished, and she found out later that he had been in bed the whole time. Percy's second to last encounter with his doppelganger is particularly creepy. His doppelganger actually talked to him this time, and it just said, how long do you mean to be content? And then it disappeared. He was so shook he told his wife, but this ended up being a mistake. Soon after that, he saw his doppelganger just standing and pointing at the sea. And a few days later, he drowned in a sailing accident. Okay, so... So, yeah, the, uh, it can also be, like, an entity also of death, which is interesting, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, that, I think the most interesting thing uh, to me about that video was that uh, when I was in college, I read a book. Um, it was weird because it kind of aligned with things like this that happened, you know, for reals. Um but it was more kind of interjecting like these vampires into it, these, these crazy vampires. And that was actually a, a, a part in the book where uh, he ran into his own uh, doppelganger, but it was a vampire. And at the end of the book, I think, or, you know, close to the end of the book, he, you know, um, like drowned himself and the vampire out at sea. So <laughs> it was kind of cool kind of uh, interjecting that in that book. Um, I think it was called a distress of her regard a crazy book honestly they could probably make it into a movie but it's probably better off as like an anime or something um just because the way these they were like shapeshifter vampires and they shift into these weird kind of like i guess like insect type um things i don't know it was weird um so yeah i thought that was interesting and yeah, so just to kind of get into my story about it. So a few years ago, uh, me and my wife, Cassie, were going to go out to dinner, right? And at that house that we're living at, there was like a walk-in closet. So I was going to go in there and like look for my wallet because I couldn't find it. And you know, I was looking through, you know, all my clothes and my, you know, uh, my pants and stuff in the closet. And I just couldn't find it. And I turned around um, to walk out of the closet and... You know, ask Cassie if she, she'd seen it. And whenever, you know, I turned around, I see her walk across the room, like to where the bed was. Um, so it kind of cut off right there. And so I, you know, start to walk out and no one was there. So, you know, at this point, you know, the air gets really heavy and. I was kind of almost par paralyzed, like I couldn't move. You know, I was just trying to kind of just psych myself to get out of there because it was just so weird. I guess she had already walked down the stairs and was just waiting for me to finish getting ready. So finally I managed to kind of push past it and get down the stairs and I'm there like sitting, like kind of, you know, freaking out for a second, you know, she's asking me, you know, like, what's wrong, and I'm like, you know, it's like, nothing, it's okay, you know, usually I kind of tend not to tell her about these things, so, 
I finally get the courage to walk back up. I'm like, okay, I just need to find my wallet. Um, get back in. And at this point, when I try to walk in the room, the air is like 10 times heavier. And there's just this palpable energy and like almost keeping me out. And, you know, finally I'm able to, uh, to get in and I, like, get in my closet and I'm just throwing the clothes around. Like, I'm having this crazy anxiety. Um, and I just, you know, finally I find, I find it and, uh, I just get out of there, you know? Like, <laughs> and the whole night I'm just kind of shaken and weirded out by the whole experience, you know? Just seeing, I mean, I'm pretty sure... It was, you know, Cassie. Like, it looked exactly like her. Like, I'd seen her walk across the room. So, yeah, it's like... You know, I don't think it was, like, any sort of omen. Because, you know, I don't think anything really happened. Um, anything bad happened or anything. It was just kind of a freaky incident. And, um... So, yeah, which... That house... Um, that's all sorts of activity there. Uh, there's just kind of like poltergeist activity pretty much. Um, like things would, you know, like pictures and stuff would fly off the wall. Um, one time whenever, um, Cassie's walking by the TV, you know, we had like a old bottle, you know, liquor bottle on there, you know, it was empty. And it was one thing she walked across it and it like falls, you know, but it like, flew, you know, it like had trajectory and we're just, well, what the hell? So that was freaky. And then there's just a lot of things that would happen around there. Um, I didn't, I, I wouldn't see too much around there, but yeah, it was mostly like a lot of poltergeist activity. So that was, um, you know, it was definitely an experience being there and yeah it's you know it's a, it's a rather short story but uh, you know i find it interesting because like all these years all these stories you know i've been telling y'all it's all different types of things you know um it's never just simply a ghost or simply something like that you know most of these stories say it's some kind of other entity or creature or something so uh oh yeah so i saw this story on reddit that uh that was pretty similar to mine as far as it being like about a you know like a doppelganger type story so i thought it was pretty interesting it's super similar so here let's check it out so <clears throat> yeah so uh, it starts off one day my wife came home we were living in an apartment in midtown it's around 10 p.m and i was taking out the trash to the dumpster in the alley behind my complex so the complex owns six two-story apartments front door of each facing south we lived in number five, and you, if you were to talk, <clears throat> if you were to walk outside, once you open the door, there's a little raised landing where you put a welcome mat. Step off the landing, you're on the walkway, and you have to go either right or left because of the very tall wooden fence separating the complex from the large house next door. So if you turn right and walk down past apartments four through one, you run into a gate, go through a gate, and now you're on one of the main streets in Midtown. If you were to turn coming left coming out of the apartments, you'll pass. You know what? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> All right. He's going through, like, the whole directions. Um, it's like a whole adventure he's talking about. 
So anyway, uh, just to showing it up, you know, he goes out to the dumpster to take a take some trash out, right? Um, so you know, so it's a very short distance from my door to the dumpster, and with nothing to obstruct your view, so he can see, you know, pretty much clearly. Um, so, so he said it was easy to see my wife open the gate and head up the walkway towards our apartment when she got home. I waved at her and have no idea how she didn't see me and I thought about yelling but didn't want to scare her. I was done emptying the garbage so I just started walking the short distance to her. As I'm walking up, I see the door to our apartment open. Of course, I figured she opened it, but it was dark so I didn't actually see her do it. Then she kind of leans in and I could hear her calling my name, but she would not walk in the apartment our own apartment so you know why not walk in then when I got behind her and she said and said hi she became frantic asking me how did I get there how did you get back outside I'd explained I'd been at the dumpster emptying the trash to which she interrupted and said no you opened the door for me and walked upstairs I called after you and you turned your head and looked at me but didn't say anything and just kept walking and then she started crying I searched the apartment but found nothing. We moved about six months later to the house we're at now. One day shortly after we moved in, my wife thought she saw me walk past the windows that look into the backyard from the kitchen, but it wasn't me. And again, she said it just looked just like me and then it walked all the way around the house before disappearing. And then she realized I was in the bedroom. Creepy stuff. Yeah. It's kind of similar to like what I saw. Sometimes I think, you know, it might be like maybe we leave like a part of ourselves, like an energy behind. But I mean, that's kind of crazy because that's like even more, a little bit more in depth than mine in the sense that it like turned and looked at her and stuff. I just saw, you know, cast pass across the doorway and came out there and, you know, no one was there. So it was something similar, but she look at me <laughs> and sad saw sad Shire said something kind of similar happened to me I was getting ready for bed in, in the bathroom had the door open as I was talking to my husband who was sitting on the bed having a whole conversation <clears throat> so you know I even looked at him a couple times and he started stopped answering me so I kept repeating myself and he answered but in the living room was past the bathroom and I just never saw him walk by and there was no way I would have missed it. He comes into the bathroom and was like, were you talking to me? And I said, yes. He said, oh, I didn't hear you. I was in the living room. So I asked how long he was in there. He said for a long time, but he was going to get ready for bed. I asked if he was ever in the bedroom in the last like 10 minutes. And he said, no, he's been in the living room the whole time. He swears he wasn't ever in the bedroom. It's creepy. Yeah, I mean, I wonder why Like, it seems like it's couples, right? Like a couple, you know, maybe you kind of have like, I don't know, it could be a mental thing. Like you think your you know, partner's there, you know, you're talking to them. You just have this whole thing of just constantly like being about the, being, just being around, you know? Ooh, another... 
few doppelganger stories. So this guy, Soshiba, he said, when I was in high school, I worked at a courtesy clerk in Albertsons. People were always telling me they saw me somewhere in town when I wasn't there. So one day he got out of class and he had to go straight to work. I wouldn't get home till after nine that night. So I walked in after nine and said hi people to my mom and sisters and they all looked confused. My mom asked me where I was coming from and I said I had to be at work. My mom and older sister both said no you haven't. You came in hours ago said hi people and went upstairs. I said no. I hadn't been home since I left at 7 this morning. So we all four went upstairs to my room to see who came home. My door was closed. I usually leave it open. The light was on and the TV was on. Open the door. No one was there. But wait. It gets weirder. In high school, we had a secondary school called the Skill Center. It was a place that had a collection of vocational classes you could take. For instance, I took TV broadcasting, web design, and forestry. <laughs> That's a random uh, group of skills, but all right. Uh, one day I was waiting for the bus to leave the skill center after my broadcasting class, and the teacher I never met ran up to me and said, So, Shiba, you come back to class. I'd never been in her class, but apparently I'd been missing for the last few seasons. I tried to explain I wasn't in her class, but she did not seem to know who I was. So she took me to the office thinking I was ditching. We go in, I tell the office clerk my name, and she looks me up. Sure enough, there I am in broadcasting. So like I said, but there I am under my stepdad's name in her last class. I went by both names. It was a bit confusing, but both names were relatively unique. So it's not like there would have been some random person that looks like me in her class. It's extremely unlikely. I had been in her class for the entire semester until I mysteriously stopped showing up. I had turned in work and everything even had a signature on it. One day this doppelganger simply stopped showing up. No one ever saw him again. Wow. Doppelganger flaked out, man. Getting him in trouble. <laughs> That's crazy. Right, let's see. different stories it's crazy so they keep on talking to Soshiba and he keeps talking about um, and everyone's kind of asking if he's just had you know any you know mental illnesses any lapses in memory but it's like dude how would you you know take a whole ass class you know <laughs> so people are going off on Soshiba They're probably more interesting in, in his story than the original Reddit poster. But yeah, pretty interesting. So um, yeah, if anyone else has any like similar stories, you know, feel free to leave, you know, um, you know, leave a leave a comment on the video, you know. If you know if there's any stories or somewhere you want to share, or just any at all, I'm always looking for, you know, people who have, you know, similar experiences. Um yeah, so that's kind of like, you know, the majority, so far I've gone through the majority of like the paranormal activity I've been through. Um, there are other like shorter form stories I could tell along the way, you know, as we go along. Um, so yeah, as far as one kind of doing on like a particular subject. So after this, I'm probably going to kind of change uh, 
do everything's a little bit. Um, I still want to do like the Randonautica, you know. So yeah, you know, I I know we talked about last time whenever I uh, whenever I went on just like a random one at night, like down the street, and that was kind of weird. Um, the person with their door open. You know, I mean, it looked it looked like an empty vehicle, but I've been there by, by there a couple of times, and I always see that door open, uh, that person's car. I think, I think they just like to hang out, and you know, maybe get away from their girlfriend or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then they had like a Lakers mailbox, so I'm like, okay, nothing creepy going on here. They're just lame. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so. No, but I, w I want to do one. I mean, these things have gotten some serious, uh, some crazy incidences. Hold on, we'll kind of go through a few. Some teens who were using a TikTok app that randomly generates a nearby location to explore got to the location. And as Amber Cogliano reports, they were shocked by what they found. These teens are about to make a gruesome discovery. Guys, we found it. <laughs> they were exploring a remote part of a beach in Seattle when they came across the mysterious black luggage. At first, they had no idea what was inside, which is why they could be heard joking around in the video. Wait, open it. <laughs> it stinks, y'all. Suddenly, as they poked open the suitcase with a stick, the smell became overwhelming, and only then did they realize something sinister might be inside. Okay, so she's calling the police so we can see if it's actually a dead body or it's just food. When cops got there, they confirmed the presence of human remains in the trash bag stuffed inside the suitcase. So how did the teens end up here at this specific location where they found the suitcase? They were directed there by a smartphone app called Randonautica. The app has exploded in popularity among young people during the last few months thanks to the COVID-19 lockdown. It's supposed to be a fun new way to explore the world around you by sending you randomly selected geographic coordinates. Joshua Langfelder created the app and says he never expected anyone to find a dead body. How did you react when you heard the news? I was shocked and surprised. Um, we reached out to the teens and made sure that they were okay. And so, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Pretty, uh, I mean, I don't want to find a dead body. I, you know, I'd rather experience something paranormal. So hopefully it's nothing like that. Um, I do want to go into San Antonio and kind of just go out, you know, some of the outskirts or something and, you know, play, maybe play the game, find a, find a few locations. But I don't know, man, some of this stuff was pretty crazy. Hold on, let's see. Oh, hell fucking no way. Hello? Hello? Yeah, it's just something hey. like right there. It's fucking moving. Hello? Hi. Are you okay? standing at the edge. Hello? Do you need help? Babe? What the hell? What is it doing? I don't know. Hey! Are you alright? Hello? Oh. That's you need help? Oh my god. Is that a woman? I don't know what the fuck it is. Look at me shake. Hello? Hey. Are you okay? Do you need help? Babe, that thing don't have a face. Are what? you all right? 
What is that? Let's, I don't. Uh-uh. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go out at night. Um, <laughs> I'll probably go out during the day, although I guess that doesn't necessarily save you from something creepy, but, you know, um, yeah, so let's, yeah, let's check out another one. See, this one's very All right, going random nodding, and it took us to this shady park in the middle of nowhere, so let's see what we find. All we see so far is, like, trees, a bridge. I think we have to go over this bridge, and our location's a little down there. What the fuck? Oh, what the fuck? Uh, so we don't want to go and find some Amish people. What the fuck? Oh my god, is she following us? Alright, going random nodding. Well, and shit. it took us to this <laughs> And not want to be chased by some uh, Amish people. That's for sure. But yeah, it seems like people find all types of stuff. These people were rando nodding in a strange area, and look what they found. Look right here. They're gonna zoom in in a second, but this is weird as fuck. What would you do in this situation? These people were rando nodding. These people were rando nodding in a strange area. They're all white too, so screw that. <laughs> Sorry, white people, but if I see a bunch of white people, um, you know, doing something to a pole, weird, you know, I'm, I'm leaving. There's no chance I'm, uh, I'm dealing with some crazy white people stuff. Mm -mm. All right, guys. Well, so yeah, hopefully that will be one of the next episodes. Um, I'll be talking about some other stuff too, um, and like some of the other projects I'm looking at that have to do with like more paranormal activity. Uh, I do want to at some point get in touch with this guy um, that I used to know that uh, that's kind of like an amateur um, ghost hunter, but he also uh, he also like has a lot of knowledge about like certain types of like entities and different things that you know I would never think about so uh so yeah definitely maybe we'll have him on as a guest and then see if in the future he would uh let me go ghost hunting with him that'd be pretty cool but uh yeah um so yeah that's some like going through the majority of my scary stories so far also um if anyone has like any of their own stories they want to you know come and talk about on the show if you want to call in you know or if you have some ideas you know you know leave a comment and be a, on, on the video um, you know I do have a couple other 
uh, people that also have some stories that I'll probably bring on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there will be plenty of content to come. And obviously, you know, um, if there's anything new that happens, you know, you know, some of these stories obviously been about some stuff that has been going on at the house. Uh, so far, there hasn't really been anything new. Um, I haven't seen the black dog again, really. And um, there hasn't been much else, you know. Um, sometimes I see some things in the hallways, uh, specifically right outside my office door. Um, like the other day, I kept seeing a face, you know. Um, when I turned around, I kept seeing a, like a face like kind of peeking in, so... That was kind of creepy, but uh, nothing as far as a long-form story. So, uh, yeah, I'll keep you updated if more stuff, you know, ends up happening here or, you know, what are some of the next projects going to be. Uh, so, yeah, you know, there will definitely be more content to come. But like I said, you're also welcome to come on and tell your story uh, if you want to. And then, you know, um, you know, bounce some ideas off of each other and what it might be um so yeah uh other than that guys you know just keep an eye out for the you know next episode which you know should be you know coming out soon uh, i know i want to come out and talk about um like i was saying uh, a project that i wanted to do so yeah i'll probably do an episode about that soon and you know <clears throat> you know about some ideas off of you guys so but, uh, yeah, so that is, you know, the episode. Um, yeah, just, you know, like and subscribe, guys. You know, to my scary stories. Tell your friends, anyone that's like spooky stuff, you know. Uh, but, yeah, also follow us on Facebook uh, at My Scary Stories to Tell. Um, I'm definitely getting up there on the likes, almost reaching 500. So that's not bad. Um, but, yeah, and also, you know, and just tell your friends. <laughs> Alright. Well, peace out, guys.